the only man that's got the same move with every club. I'm the only golfer with the feeling of greatness. I'm the only golfer living. That's got the master move and the feeling of greatness. Hey, uh, welcome to the Feeling of Greatness podcast today. I thought I would sit down and talk about some current events and some of the things that we have going on here at Graves Golf and some of the things that I've been involved in developing and maybe some of you are familiar with everything that we have going on, but it's it's exciting. I wanted to um, just sit alone here. I didn't bring a guest in today and just inform uh, everybody that's, that's a fan and, and a single planer out there and I'm a Norman fan of all the things that in this crazy world and all the stuff we deal with every day, the sanity of what we're doing, and we're really looking forward to developing through the next couple of, of months and even this year. One of the one of the places I wanted to start right now is, and I re- wanted to get this podcast out today, because uh, one of my students, Roberto Labrija, he's a, a friend and a student, and I met Roberto a couple years ago in his quest to, he was a college player at the time, and, and Roberto is playing the PGA Tour event uh, at Vedanta in uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta this week on the PGA Tour, and I'm excited for him. It, he's um, one of the things I want to say about Roberto before we kind of get into his his swing mechanics and, and what we've worked on, because I thought it might be valuable to kind of discuss how do you take how how do you make a great player better right and and so that's something i wanted to chat with you today about but i wanted to first say how great of a person roberto is he's just a great human being and and his family is um is a wonderful family so you know all the credit to him is just being a good human being and before i get into the less important stuff which is golf swing mechanics but uh, roberto is a just a great guy and i spent i really enjoyed my time i spent with him but one of the things that that we uh, we have developed in our relationship. Roberto is, in, and I'll say this uh, with with some um, maybe reservation a little bit, but you know, I, I I work with a lot of of golfers, and I work with a lot of players, very high level players, and some not so high level players. And by the way, I love it all. There's no there's no differentiation for me if. If you're a beginning golfer learning the swing, or if you're Roberto and you're a, a tour player using the swing, I enjoy both aspects of it. And, and here's why: all the, all that I require for my enjoyment to help you aspire to whatever level you want to play at is your willingness to do what to do the work and to have the enjoyment in in the time. We're going to talk about that today too: is enjoying your time doing this. Um, but but that's all that's required for me. Uh, so whether you're a Roberto that's getting ready to play his first PGA Tour event or you're somebody that just says, I might take up the game and try to play it, uh, I would I would love working with you either way as long as you are willing to dive in and have fun with this and dig in. Um, about Roberto, so a couple years ago, and the I, I, reason I wanted to get this podcast out is because I want you to watch him this week and hopefully he'll make the cut. And I'm going to tell you how hard this is, though. You know, he's playing his first PGA event. He has every skill he needs to be a world-class player. He already is a world-class player. Um, but that doesn't mean he's going to have a lot of success out there right now. But but he could. And, you know, he's he has everything he needs. So it's just going to be a matter of time for Roberto. And this week is just a stepping stone for him and a, and a starting point. 
And I, ta- I talked to him. I said, look, you just got to have fun with it. And this is just, you know, don't overexpect anything. Just go, go play golf and, and uh, you'll be fine. And this is just every step is a learning experience. And, and so he has a, a lot of support behind him, but I'm so excited for him. When I met him two years ago, um, there was a bit of desperation in Roberto. He has very high swing speeds, which is a gift. And, and he's, he's a, he's a, has long levers, long arms. He's a, he's a great athlete. And so here's this guy who has all these swing speeds that is having a hard time controlling the golf ball and direction. And so I started slowly converting him to a single plane and, and he, but he was very, he approached me because he, he liked the, the stuff that I taught regarding Moe's golf swing and the single plane. And it made a lot of sense to him. So that's where it all started. It wouldn't have started with Roberto if, if he didn't have a, a belief that what I was going to teach him was going to help him. But literally he could not keep a driver on a driving range. I mean, he, he was hitting it. His dispersion patterns were so wide that my first idea with Roberto was like, let's get you narrowing this driver. I said, I want to make you a great driver of the golf ball. And I want, I want to kind of preface that by saying, listen, if, if you don't drive the golf ball, well, golf's a very, very hard game if you don't drive the golf ball well and you're hitting it through over 300 yards, it becomes even a more difficult game. Um, and so that's, that's a priority. Now, look, you're going to have to have a great short game and you're going to have to putt great. And those things are equally as important, but from where I saw Roberto, it was, we got to get this control of this golf ball. And so you can actually get it back into play so you can shoot some scores. His putting and his short game are, are, are great. Uh, I don't see a lot of issues there. There's a few things with this chipping we did work on, but but really the goal was I've got to get your driver consistently in play and and get you really good at driving a golf ball. I would say right now we're probably eighty percent there, um, which is plenty and plenty to go play great golf. I still think he can be better. Um, but what we did was let me just kind of walk through the process with Roberto because how do you take a guy who's already really, really good at playing the game of golf, who has all this talent and ability and how do you work with him to make him better? And it comes down to the exact same thing that I would work with everybody on. It's, it's not like I did something different with him than I would do with any of you out there who is not aspiring to be on the PJ tour. It's basic principles and fundamentals. And those things include, the address and grip. And so we started there and I had to make adjustments to his address position. I, I had to give him some side bend. I had to um, get him into an alignment with the lead arm with the club. We had to obviously look at his grip position. And, and then once we got his uh, address and, and grip there, we can start working on the swing. And then, and then we saw some things happen to a swing plane. He wasn't playing the club well in the back swing. So we worked on, you know, how he moves the club away and planes it to the top of the swing. And I had to shorten up the motion at the top a little bit. He tends to get aggressive and long because when you hit the ball as far as he does, you want to keep hitting it 340 all day long. And I would do the same exact thing if I had that kind of power. So control again was like, let's get this thing under control. Then you'll have this extra gear. So we did some of that. We worked on the backswing motion and positioning at the top. His club face would, would tend to get open. Uh, at the top. And that was just because his lead hand grip, he favored a, a weak lead hand. And that was when mechanically that the radius bone doesn't line up with the lead hand. Um, and it gets on the wrong side of the club. You can't, it's hard to square a face. So you can get ball, the ball going left and right. 
So we worked on the lead hand position. So then, of course, it was lower body movement, lead knee, staying stable, in a slightly flexed position with the trail foot on the ground, and we worked on that. So my point here is is that with Roberto, who, who you'll hopefully have a, t- a chance to see this week playing the PGA Tour, and you'll obviously get to see him in the future, I worked the same process with him as I would with any of you. And and the reason I want to bring this up is because mile mechanics and swing mechanics are swing mechanics. And, and so there's a basic principle here that – that he's not doing anything different than all of you should be doing. He's just doing it a lot more than you. You know, Roberto practices like a tour player. He works at his game like a tour player. He works on his game every day um, like he should, and his goal is to become uh, a, a great player of the game and win, go- win major golf tournaments, So, which, which might not be your goal, but it doesn't change if you want to hit the golf ball well and become better than you are today. So that, that, that's kind of where I wanted to reach out on this podcast and just have this discussion because here's what I think we can take away from, from what you see Roberto focusing on in his game and the aspiration of him becoming a great player and your aspiration out there to improve yourself. One thing that I do know, and this has been a conversation that my brother Tim and I have had uh, and many of my team members here at Graves Golf have had for, uh, it's been a pretty pretty heavy topic of conversation this year, is, and I don't know how to even say this without coming across a little bit callous, you guys don't practice. And it's, and so I wanted to address that. I wanted to address the purpose of practice, but more from the standpoint of, Number one, I, I you know I sit at golf schools and I and I ask this question, and I look across the room at twenty students that are there for the for the five days, and I say, how many of you like to practice? How many of you like to practice? And the reason I ask the question that way, and the reason I always ask that question, is I didn't ask how many of you practice. I asked how many of you like to practice, and because if you like to practice, if you find joy in practicing that means that you are getting a benefit from you're getting you're you're getting you're you're killing two birds with one stone because you're getting the benefit of the practice and you're getting joy out of it at the same time i want i want this podcast to be about that conversation because the joy of practice is why i practice i don't practice to practice i practice because i love it and what so how can I help you in, on this podcast and in this conversation? How can I help you find joy in your practice? What, what can I help you get out of it? This leads, to, leads me down a road, another road, which is interesting because we, we talk a lot about our coaching programs and we've really increased the level of our coaching productivity here at Graves Golf. And if you're a member of our elite programs or our single plane anytime, anywhere programs, you know you kind of, or maybe you're a VIP as well, you know what we're talking about here is you can send instruction to our coaches via video. You can also have us Zoom call and watch you swing live if you're in the elite programs. We have many ways that we can coach you, or you can obviously come to live events in schools. But when we get videos sent in and people are asking us for instruction, there's a two-way street happening here. 
one side of that conversation is, yes, I'm going to give you exactly what you need to know to go get better, right? I'm going to give you, this is the purpose and the quality of coaching that I strive for inside Graves Golf. That's the, that's very important for, for me as a, as a leader of this company, coaching quality and the information we give out. But then again, it is information, right? It's information. It's like, okay, I, here's what I want you to do. Here's the what, here's the why, here's the how, and here's the now, right? So here's the what I'm going to help you with. Here's the why you need to do this. Here's the how you do this. And here's what you need to do right now. So that's really the, the four-step process of us delivering what we need to. And so that should make a lot of sense to many of you. The problem is there's something missing from that. And what's missing is accountability. So this is what I, the question I have for you is, when I, when I give Roberto, and I'll just give you a quick story about Roberto. I was working with him, and, I, and, and I'm just kind of divulging some of my fears as a coach as well. You're working with a high-level player. He's playing on the uh, Latin American tour. He finished second in his first event, second or third, but he almost won his first event. And he, wa- he comes to me for help before his next event. And the biggest fear I have, and this is, this is me losing sleep at night over this, is I'm going to tell him something that's going to screw him up for a week. He's going to go play like crap because I want to make a change. And everybody here who's listening to this podcast knows that when you make a change, it's hard to go take it to the golf course. I know that because I'm a player. And I'd make a change, and I can't take it straight to the course. And I did this to Roberto. And I said to him, I said, I want to make this change, but I'm a little afraid to because this could really screw you up. And he turned to me, and he looked at me, and this is what he said. He goes, Todd, it's me. You're talking to, you're talking to me. And I said, oh, yeah, you're right. And what he meant by that was, I'm not the average guy, Todd. I will work through this. You just tell me what you want me to do, and I will work through it. And there's an ownership in that. And, 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 and here's what I, this is, this is where I just said, hey, this is really important to have this conversation because if I gave something, sometimes, and some of you might know who you are, when our coaches give you something, give you the, the what, why, and the how, and the now, and it doesn't work for you right away, you turn around to us and say, it doesn't work which is bullshit. And, and the reason I say it that way is because you haven't worked through it. Because here's the story of biomechanics, and this is where I spend my time. If I change the most minute little detail of your swing mechanics, you can't change one little thing without changing everything. It's the way the brain works. It's the way the body works. I change your sequence. One degree of club face air affects a, sh- a driver swinging 100 miles an hour by 30 yards. So if I adjust your grip by a minute example of one degree, I've just, I've just caused the golf ball to take a 30-yard directionally change by a one-degree lead-hand rotational difference. That means that you have to enter impact in a different angle. Yes, of course, because you just changed your lead hand. My point to this is you have to work through that change. And the little changes are massive. All of you know that. And the difference between a Roberto, and the reason I'm using him as an example here, is because when he turned to me and said, Todd, you're talking to me. You're not talking to the average guy who's not going to go practice, who's not going to work through this, who's going to basically not get it. I'll figure it out. You just tell me what you need me to do. And for me, empowering a coach to allow 
me to say, here's exactly what I want you to do. Go figure this crap out. You need to figure this out because I know it's right. And I know you're going to struggle, but the struggle is important because once you figure this out, you'll get better. That's how you get this stuff done. And that's just coaching 101 in a way. But here's what's interesting about my last session with Roberto, and this was about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. He comes into Phoenix for a few days. and uh, No, I'm sorry. He was in Orlando for a few days. And I go back and forth, so I get confused. But um, we were in Orlando, and his lead hand had gotten a little bit weak, and he was hitting some hooks. And the reason that is is because if your lead arm is in the wrong rotation, you have to rotate the face. When you try to rotate the face, especially at the speeds he's swinging, it, it starts closing the face down. And so I, I strengthened his lead hand. I moved the thumb about, oh, I'm not even going to say it was a centimeter, but it was a fraction you know, rotated to the right. And um, he immediately started hitting the ball dead straight. And so I just, he sent me some videos. He's down in the, playing in the PGA event. He's sending me some videos from the course and some swings. And I said, man, your lead hand's looking better. Lead hand's looking good. He flew to Orlando from Mexico City for me to make a centimeter change to his lead hand. Okay. So I look at that and I'm like, wow, that's a, quite an investment in his time and energy to do that, not aside from what he pays me. And that's how important it is to him. And that's the kind of stuff you have to do. And to me, this is where I, I really love being a coach because this is where I invest my energies is my knowledge and ability to help people at that level. And I believe, and this isn't me being um, boastful, but I believe I can absolutely help anybody accomplish any level of golf they want to accomplish if they will make a commitment a time and be willing to go through the process and do a little bit of practice. So to this week, I thought it would be just great to get on this podcast, talk about Roberto, see, see what he's going through. Um, is he perfect? 80% there. There's still some things I want him to to really um, refine and refine is a really great word for it because everything is there. I mean, it's, it's, it's like great players like Roberto with such quality movement in their swing need refinement and they need consistency. He doesn't need any more power. He'll never have a problem with that. Um, but he's, he's a, he's a, a joy to watch and I uh, hope, I hope in just as soon as we can, we'll see him out there playing so we can watch him. Cause I certainly love watching him hit golf balls. By the way, at our school, he did a clinic for us, and I the students were there, and he hit balls for the students. And it was funny because uh, the ball comes out so fast, sometimes you can't see it. So a lot of people were like, "Where'd it go?" And I was like, "It's pretty, it's dead straight," but no one saw it because it was coming out of the gun so fast. But it was, uh, it was great. So I, first, I'll kind of want to wrap up the podcast here. It's a short one, but I wanted to just kind of inspire you in a couple of ways. The first way is just simply by saying, look, let's see if we can find some joy in practice. How do we do that? Well, let me kind of tell you how I do it. I schedule it. Like I put my practice, like this week, it's been raining a lot here in Oklahoma City. I schedule my practices. And I'm looking at this week going, ah, it's a really crappy week to get practice in. So what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to get all my paperwork done. I'm going to do a bunch of book work. I got a bunch of projects going on, which I want to mention before I close up here. And that's because I want to have a big week next week. (laughs) I want to be able to get into my practice next week. And when I do practice, I go out there with a mission. 
um, my number one mission is to kind of get by myself to find some time where I can just kind of be in my alone little world. I, uh, and I just love, I warm up really well and I start hitting balls and I just love to be out there hitting golf balls. And I, I create my little space where I can be in my meditation because practice is really a meditation. And I have something I'm trying to accomplish. Maybe I'm working on my backswing ball position or something. So, so I'm getting something done. I'm enjoying my time because it's a meditation for me. And I love that I find my space. And to me, that's the purpose of golf in a lot of ways. So I want to inspire you to find your space and find your place where you love to practice. And I have to do it alone most of the time. Now I can hit balls with my brother or some of the guys on the team, but that ends up being more social and that's fun too, but it's not as quality for me as me getting my alone time. So think of your practice time as something you really love to do because it's your alone time. That's important to me. Let me tell you uh, what other things that inspire me is I learn every time that I practice. I I learn something. So I I journal about my practice sessions. It's amazing how much I get out of my practice when I write it down. So you may want to consider writing down what you felt. I always always stick to feelings mostly is I was working on my backswing position and here's what I felt. So I would write down some ideas of, you know, feeling your feelings when you practice. Number one, you can trigger on that next time you practice. The other thing, too, uh, I want to mention is um, if you guys are interested in my practice, I have a practice. I literally typed it out on a piece of paper, my rules of practice. If you would like that, email me at Todd G at gravesgolf.com. I'll send you my rules of practice. It's just a sheet I typed out, but I'd be happy to send that to you. Now, here's the final announcements of stuff going on, and you're going to get excited about this, just as I am. We're building a, a, a single-plane training center, performance center here in Edmond, Oklahoma. We're getting ready to start construction in June. We're getting all the funding together right now. So you guys have a you guys have a home site that you can, and a headquarters to come in here and totally invest yourself in your golf game and your meditations and your practice in your game. So that's, that's coming up. We should have the thing done within a year from June. We're super excited about that. It's going to be a spectacular place to hang out and be around this team and the single plane world. So that's one announcement. Obviously the second announcement is Roberto playing his first PGA tour event this week. We all wish him the best. And, and uh, I told him just go have fun and enjoy the experience and just get as much out of it as you can. And just, this is, this is a launch of a career. So it's going to be a spectacular week for him. So root, uh, put, put him in your prayers and root him on. It's going to be great, a great week for him. He's a wonderful human being. And the, the other thing too is, and maybe I'm prematurely announcing this, we have a putter we're developing as well. So the putter, we're, we're, we're going to have a putter coming out pretty soon. So look, look for that because that in the next 90 days, we're launching our single-plane putting system. So that's a big announcement that we have going on here uh, at Graves Golf. And, of course, all the, the upgraded coaching programs, those of you that aren't in an elite program, you need to contact us because those are filling up and we're going to run out of coaches pretty soon <laughs> to handle all the, the people needing coaching. So that's my, uh, that's my conversation for today. I just wanted to have you guys pay attention to your TV this weekend. Uh, check out Roberto. Hopefully they'll show some highlights. They should because it's in Mexico and he's, he's a, he's a Mexican citizen. So he, he'll be getting some coverage. So, uh, it's great. And I can't wait to see him. And, if you ever get a chance to meet him, which you will at my schools because he'll pop out there once in a while and hit balls with us, um, make sure you give him give him some of your um, attention and um, root him on because he's a he's going to be a great one out there. Anyway, thanks for joining me today. Uh, 
This is the Feeling Greatness Podcast. I look forward to talking to you again in the future. If you want to email me again, you got my email email address, Taji at gravesgolf.com. Love to hear your comments and any other things you want to hear about on the podcast. I'll see you soon.